Welcome to Mondays with Mike and Mary, our podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Mary. Nice to have you with us. Here's some highlights from this week's R Squared Coaching Calls. Woohoo. Parade of Techniques and Ask the Experts, and my parade starts. You know how we got some smart people, right, who are paying attention to what's going on in the market. And one of them said, This is the week you all want to go and do your research into three things. And the first is list to sale price ratio, because that's changing. And here's the second thing, days on market, because yep. that's changing. And you're able to better advise your clients if you know this stuff. But here's the third one, and this one really got me. New home sale percentages. He discovered in his market, new home sales was 38% of the sales. That means almost 20%. He has no shot at getting those listings, right? That's 20% of your market that you don't have access to. That's a really significant number. So keep your eye on that. And that's today's Parade of Techniques for ah, me. Do you have one? Well, I have two, actually. So this one's a quick one. It's called Tally Tracker. T like in Thomas. Tally Tracker. And it's an app to help you track your dials and your calls and oh, your conversations. So great. pretty cool. Check it out. All right. This is the one I want to really talk about, though. And my second one is trigger leads. Have you ever heard of trigger leads, Michael? I've heard a lot, but not trigger leads. Is that <laughs> something to do with Roy Rogers? Oh, trigger leads. All right. So we have a student who applied for a mortgage. And of course, when you apply for a mortgage, they pull your credit report. Well, as soon as that credit report was pulled, mortgage companies started calling her. And she got 20 incoming calls from a mortgage <laughs> company in the first hour of the next day. No such thing as privacy anymore. Holy cow, I guess Congress is trying to put a stop to this, right? Like they're sharing information, not the actual credit report itself, but it's the credit bureaus that are sharing the information that your credit was pulled for a new mortgage. And someone else on the same call said, I've been insurance shopping. And so I was just Googling a little bit, you know, trying to figure out if I'm paying too much. And the following day, I got 10 incoming calls from insurance companies trying to convince me to use their insurance company. Same technology as pop-up ads, right? Same technology, yeah. I'm telling you. So anyway, just uh, be in tune to that. And here's the point of this Pareto Techniques. Here's the point she made. And I'm so, we have such good people, smart people, like you said. But that means when you sell a house to a buyer, that's what's happening to them. Mm. So it might be good for us to know that that's what they're going to go through. And it might create some confusion that we could prepare them in advance for to make it easier to deal with that kind of confusion. Just might. Good idea. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't asked the experts. Alrighty. In fact, there was three of them all about the same topic. Amazing. Oh, too little time and way too much to do. You heard that before? Never. I've yeah. never heard that before. How do I get better at Smart Week? Really, over and over, I hear that. Because Smart Week is the key. Yeah. And number one answer of advice was make it part of your routine, your morning routine. You're confused about your priorities. It's got to be one of them. You know, ADD and OCD... 
That's a struggle for lots of people in real estate. It is a unique selling ability. <laughs> it's a strength. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, give yourself some grace. You know, 65% of being able to stick to your smart week, that's a win. If you're at 50, make incremental progress. Don't expect perfection overnight. Here's another one. Keep everything in one place. You know, if you've got systems, that's going to help you stick to your smart week. Use the Focus app on your phone to eliminate distractions. Because distractions are what pull you away from your smart week. Work out first thing in the day if you have to do that. Track your top five. How many of your top five do you get done mm. during the week? And if it's, okay, I got 18 done this week. Next week, shoot for 19. Again, make that incremental progress. Structure some affirmations around being able to follow your smart week. Um, how you're organizing your day isn't working, so re-engineer. Plug the leaks. Where is that time slipping away from you? At the end of the day, email yourself some instructions for your top five for the next day. And make sure you protect your prospecting time. And here was the final piece of advice. Tell your wife to go out and buy a rubber chicken. And every time she sees you deviating from your smart week, have her smack you with a rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, no pain, no, no gain. gain. <laughs> Love it. Okay, I'm breaking the rules again. You are. I try not to do it like every week or every other week. So two weeks ago, a shout out to Gareth Farmer mm. because he said these words, you get what you focus on, so focus on what you want. If you're not driving, you might want to consider writing that down. You get what you focus on, so focus on what you want. So we finished one of my team's calls a little bit early this week. And I said, gee, as long as we've got this time allocated, would you all be willing to let me just take 10 minutes? And they said, of course, what, what, what's up? So I shared with them that quote. And then I asked them, in no particular order, just whoever wants to participate, would you mind sharing with the rest of the team what you are focused on. Mm -hmm. Like right now, what's really important to you? What are you focused on? Um, I think that helps us to be better coaches when we know. And I couldn't help but think of Brene Brown talking about vulnerability. Because, you know, if there was ever a group of eight realtors and one great Wickman trained coach, right, on every team, that... Don't worry about what someone's going to think that that are vulnerable, that are honest, that are willing to share their weaknesses. Here's the thing that I need to shore up. I, I heard such amazing things. My, my number one focus is to build my inventory up to seven. My number one focus is to get a $1 million listing or sale. My number one focus is to build my business with saleable inventory above 500,000. Mine is to, to uh, create balance. I'm continuously tired. I'm trying to figure out 
how to not give everything to real estate and have some left over for my family. Consistency, I heard. Uh, 30 closings from my referral from my referral sources. Um, deepening my client relationships. This person said it's written on my mirror. Reconnecting with my clients. Uh, just, I just heard such beautiful, beautiful things. Um, getting my CRM finally up and running. Not just putting things in, but actually using it. Becoming the, the luxury, sorry, luxury agent specializing in historic homes downtown. Oh, yeah. That's my focus. Lose more weight. Uh, consistent schedules, which means I need systems. Otherwise, I'm working nonstop. Uh, income enough to donate and to go out to dinner. Isn't that beautiful? It is. So I would ask you, our dear listeners, to answer that question for yourself. Because as Gareth said, you get what you focus on. So focus on what you want.